Hello, and welcome to The Funny Thing About Yoga, where we talk all things yoga and maybe make you laugh a little bit. I'm Gianna Gambino. And I'm Bradshaw Wish. Enjoy the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I'm having so much fun. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the funny thing about yoga. It's me, of course, Bradshaw, and I'm here with the one and only Gianna. Hello, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is our one year episode, everyone, which is just wild that it's been a year. We've had such a wonderful experience connecting with all of you, and it's been a a, a learning process for sure but a process that I've really enjoyed. And I love it. I love doing a podcast. I really do. (laughs) We've learned so much as we've, Mm -hmm. you know, grown throughout this year. And it's been really nice to see our listener base grow as well. Like you and I, just before hitting record, we were like looking at the map and it's crazy to believe that we're reaching people in, you know, South Africa and Russia and uh, Argentina and just all across all over the Europe map. and Australia. We have a lot of listeners in Australia, so hello, people in Australia. Yeah, if you want us to come to Australia, we'll yeah. If we'll you want come us to there. come to Australia, we will come. We actually will. So let us your yoga studio owners know. Uh, it's been a year, and I don't want to kill Gianna just yet, which is good because sometimes that's the best if, news. If, I mean, if anything, I want her to be my partner and I'm talking about an intimate partner but she's refused (laughs) which is weird it's weird that you don't want to be intimate with me maybe one day I'll I'll have no other option (laughs) can you imagine the mental illness our child would have but it would be little and cute (laughs) it would be little it'd be it'd be Italian it'd be cute and it would have major OCD um I just want to say one thing before we talk about um what we have going on genuinely from the bottom of my heart, we really appreciate everyone out there listening. And if you appreciate the podcast, we would love it if you would go and write a review, especially if you haven't already. Yeah. I feel like if we're supporting you and making you have a good time in your week, help support us in return. Yeah. The thing is, is that you should be rate, rate, reviewing and subscribing. Just take five minutes and do that. We greatly appreciate it. We are going to ask you every time. If you've already done it, make a fake account and make another review. It's not that hard. (laughs) Okay, so Bradshaw, (laughs) tell them about Starved Rock. We're going there in July, and I know you've been excited to hike the falls. Yeah, I'm. we have had a lot of requests from people in Chicago or the Midwest area to do something more local. So a shorter, more local retreat, which I get it. Not everyone has the means to travel for a week or the time off work. July 19th through the 21st. It's just two nights away, luxury glamping experience. So check it out on our website, kayayogaschool.com. We only have a couple, but we only have a certain amount of beds left too. So this is like a call to action because we only have a few beds left. And then we just announced Joshua Trees. This will be our third time back at the same retreat center. That is September 26th through 30th. So again, all the information's on our website. We go to Joshua Tree National Park. We go to Integratron, which is a really amazing sound bath experience. We explore the area. There's a pool, an amazing chef, and so on. Joshua Tree really is a magical place. I mean, we've been twice in Gianna. I was like, do you want to go back? And I'm like, I do want to go back again. It's just being in the desert and being in the park is like being in a, on a different planet. Like it really is, it really is pretty astounding. Yeah. It pretty, it really is kind of takes your breath away. Um, Join us. Yeah. And then lastly, I'm only going to be really, really brief with this because I know this is coming up so, so, so soon, but March 2nd through 10th of this year. So like in a few weeks, we're back in Nicaragua for a 200 hour teacher training. It's not too late. If you've been thinking about it, just go to our website. It's all there. Oh, can I, can I say something really quick about that? Yeah. It's really, really simple. A lot of Twitter hour trainings are bad. Ours is good. <laughs> okay. And you know what we learned? <laughs> We've learned from the best. We studied with Jason Crandall, who this is like a nice little segue. We are such big fans of his partner, Andrea Ferretti. And so we have 
today, none other than Andrew Ferretti, the host of Yoga Land on our podcast. And it seemed like the perfect way to celebrate our one year anniversaries. Like why wouldn't we have the greatest and best podcast host on our podcast? <laughs> no, Andrea is great. And we are, we're so thankful that she agreed. She's super busy. She and Jason are both really busy. Uh, that she agreed to come on our podcast and have a conversation. I love this conversation. I love Andrea. She's extremely inspiring. And she is one of the reasons why Gianna and I wanted to start a podcast. You know, if you're a student of ours from Chicago and you don't really know what Yoga Land is, like, go listen to Yoga Land. Like, that yeah, yeah, is... Yeah. Like that is the yoga, po go yoga to podcast. podcast, like in my mind. So not only is Andrea the host of that, and she's just been in the industry for so long. She's been an editor at Yoga Journal for a really long time before doing the podcast. And she has so much wisdom and knowledge. And it's fun to see her in this conversation, just really you know, in her element, super silly. And like, we, we talk about everything. So, okay, let's get right to it. Let's bring on Andrea. Hello, Andrea. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy to have you here. Hi, guys. I'm delighted to be here. You know, we, Gianna and I have been listening to your podcast now for years, and you're definitely inspiration for the work that we're doing on this podcast. And we're just really honored to have you. Oh, go on. Just go on. <laughs> I have to say one thing. You're an inspiration, but I don't want you to like listen to our podcast and be like, oh, they're kind of like the Howard Stern podcast. So how is this inspired? We're the Howard Stern I've... yoga podcast. <laughs> I've listened to your podcast. That's not what I would say, but no, no, no. I mean, if you want to be, you, we could we could reframe it that way a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Well, we have no filter. Well, I think you guys are like everybody's good friend. That's how I think of your podcast. Yeah, it's been really interesting kind of cultivating the vibe, you know, because sometimes you have ideas of what it's going to be like at the beginning. I bet you felt the same and then kind of how it all pans out. But it's yeah. it's been really interesting to, uh, you know, I would love to hear your insight, but kind of how the podcast has changed from when we started and where we are now. And it's only been how many months, G? Well, this is actually our one year anniversary yeah. episodes. So I think it's really fitting that we have you here because we want to talk more about podcasting, but I think before we even get into that, mm -hmm. I don't want to assume everyone knows Andrea, but, but you should, we should assume that everyone listening knows, but can we have like just a small brief moment to just intro, uh, just tell people about yoga land? Oh, sure. Sure. First of all, well, yeah. before I do that, I want to say congratulations on doing a year. Thank That's you. Huge. It's huge. You. you guys, I think, I mean, once you get to a year, you know that you can do it. So please keep going because a lot of people start out wanting to do it and they, they don't make it to a year a lot. Um, mm -hmm. so that is really huge and really exciting. I'm, I'm excited for you. And, um, hopefully it's, it's still fun because I think that that is, um, the key to continuing on and on and like fun in a very broad way right mm -hmm. so um i mean obviously my podcast isn't quite as like it's not as funny as yours i don't think it's not as like like um up close and personal funny but um it's fun for me to continue to just find people that i'm interested in and hear their stories and it's just mm -hmm. like, it always just comes down to that um so yeah from where i started to now i mean it's been I kind of lose track. I think it's been eight or nine years, which is insane to me. I can't believe that. Um, it's clearly changed a lot. Like I went into it having um, just wrapped up my oh, like more than a decade long tenure at Yoga Journal. I felt a real need to prove myself as like an independent, you know, researcher, journalist, editor type. Um, mm -hmm. and also kind of to prove to my husband that it wasn't just a total vanity project that like it could <laughs> part support the family if I was going to take the time to do it. Of course. Mm -hmm. Um, and I had also just finished breast cancer treatment. So mm. I really was excited. Like I had this combination of feeling like I needed to prove myself, but then also feeling like, 
screw it. Like, yeah, exactly. This mm-hmm. is my life. And mm-hmm. this is the, I don't, <laughs> you know, once you sort of see your mortality, you're like, nobody knows how long it's going to last. So I'm going to do exactly what I want. And I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to exactly who I want. Um, and so, yeah, so that first year I did a lot of leaning on, quite frankly, the people I had worked with and were in my community at Yoga Journal um, and teachers mm-hmm. who I just worked with and respected a whole lot. And that was awesome. Um, and then I don't know. I don't know how much you want me to go into. It's just like, it just shifts all the time. It just shifts mm-hmm. all the time. Did you yeah. know from the very beginning that you would do a combination of episodes with guests versus episodes with Jason? And did you have like a schedule that you would, yeah, you know, alternate I, on? <laughs> I was much more uptight about the schedule at that time because, you mm-hmm. know, as you guys know, publishing regularly is a grind. It takes a yeah. lot of effort and um oh my god I'm not even kidding when I tell you that as I said grind my dog started to like hump her bed <laughs> <laughs> so appropriate for this yeah, podcast get a girl. Right? yeah exactly she should get a girl yeah <laughs> live your um, life yeah exactly be free yeah we have no body shaming in this household we say that all the time <laughs> so yeah so um I was about, like much more strict with the schedule when I first started and which I think was necessary um, just to make sure I, cause there's such a learning curve when you're starting out, mm-hmm. it's just such a learning curve and everything kind of takes longer in your head and then the editing process and all that. Um, and then Jason, I don't know if you guys know this, but like, I really wasn't planning on having him on the podcast much at all. Oh, <laughs> like, I didn't he know had that. to kind of, he, <laughs> because I was just, like I said, I was very focused on this, like, this is going to be editorial and each episode is going to have a very clear editorial focus. And so I was said to him, like, you have to decide what you want to talk about and kind of let me know, like, you kind of have Mm. to push me a little bit. (laughs) So the very first one we did, I think was navigating social media as um, a yoga teacher. And it was his idea. And I thought like, okay, that's an okay idea. I mean, this is nine years ago. So. <laughs> All right. Well, and, and then of course, like he kind of nailed it. And then everybody was like, oh my God, it's the best podcast you've done so far. It was so great. <laughs> you have to have God. And you're like, ah. <laughs> this guy again. I can relate. <laughs> <laughs> everybody likes those cute, funny men, right? Um, so yeah, so he passed the test and then it just started to make more sense. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and then obviously now he doesn't have to pitch me anymore. <laughs> well, it's also, it's interesting to, because you guys obviously are in a partnership and you also work together. And I think that you do a really good job of finding that balance when you do talk to each other oh, on good. the podcast. Good. You know, there's this, there's yeah. this balance mm-hmm. there. I don't know. I feel like it's a really good balance of you're getting great information out of him and you, there's, there's a warmth. It's, it's nice. Yeah. It's pleasant to hear. It really is. <laughs> well, we yeah. started out, I think Jason talks about this a lot, but like we started out as colleagues. So mm-hmm. that helps a lot because yeah. mm-hmm. um, like he was the teacher at yoga journal. So he was, technically my teacher um and then i was his editor for a year-long column that he did for me and um so he had to take direction for me from me for a year um and so that i don't know that set up a good collegial dynamic between us yeah yeah and we always enjoyed it like we just would sit i get i remember like sitting in like diners in berkeley just for like our lunch talking about the column and then just, we would just talk about nerdy stuff for a really long time. So that, that it was really like the basis of, of how we started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you ever have to, because you work together and had that foundation now, do you ever have to be like, okay, no more work talk. Let's just like put this aside. Yeah. We kind of have to work hard to, I mean, especially because we have an only child and she is, um, we, <laughs> I, she, what, she, what she says lately is like, you're never getting rid of me. Like she does not <laughs> like for us to be, go do things without her. Mm. I mean, she's Aww. just very much an only child. She's just like, I'm coming with you. Like, oh, you're going to a French restaurant that someone gave you a gift card to. That's like a prefix menu. I'm coming with you. We're like, Good for her. You're, you're, you Good have for celiac. Her. You can't eat anything on the menu. She's like, I don't care. I'm coming with you. So we I, I'll be the to- same way if you want me to come live with you. You can take me to French restaurants. I'm like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> 
You're like, we've here's Bradshaw again. We've got, we've got a guest room, Bradshaw. Um, if you can entertain her, you're in. Okay, yeah, perfect. Just perfect. babysit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we actually like our dates. Um, it's kind of funny to admit this publicly, but our dates are during her school hours. Like, mm. we're like, let's go to the coffee shop and like have a cup of coffee and walk around and have a date, you know, or mm-hmm. um, let's, we do like a, the cold hot plunge sometimes too, as just mm-hmm. like, cause it kind of gets you going, you know, mm. that's a good date that we do. Um, so yeah, we, we have to, I guess it is easier now having a kid to separate the work time. Cause mm-hmm. there's like activities and things like that with her and. When like, I first started yeah. dating Jason, we would go dancing, which is so weird. <laughs> that that is, well, wow, you're so lucky because he yeah. would dance with me. I know. He, I to- he tells me that. Dancing. He's like, Brad, I really want to go out with you again tonight. I want to go dancing in San Francisco and I really want to let it go. And I said, no problem, Jason. No problem. <laughs> I really want to let it I would go. actually pay Jason. That, wouldn't that be like a great Bravo show? Like me taking Jason out different places and having him dance. <laughs> Okay. At our wedding, we just had like a playlist. We did like hire a, we just were very like low key about the music because he's not a dancer. And he was, it's very sweet. Like he was so happy on our wedding day that he danced the whole wedding. And I can't tell you how many friends came up to me during the wedding and were like tapping me on the shoulder. Like, Oh my God, are you seeing this? What is happening? (laughs) So it can happen, Bradshaw. Maybe if you marry him. Okay. 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 That's good to know. I'm a Virgo like Jason and I'm the same. I think it's like a very reserved thing. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know any other Virgos that like to dance. Really? Beyonce? Is she Beyonce? Beyonce doesn't, yeah. she's, she doesn't count. She doesn't count. <laughs> she's the What's Virgo. What's her rising size? She's a Virgo. <laughs> I, don't, I don't see her as a Virgo. I'm going to get canceled. She's straight that. up a Virgo. Have you Virgo's Groove, the song on the, on the Renaissance album? Get it together, G. But as... I don't see her as an overthinker, overthinking. Oh, I do. Whatever. You do. No, okay, I we're not talking about Beyonce it. for an hour. I can see that, though, <laughs> Donna. I'm with you. I support you, even though he totally just shot your point down with Beyonce. But I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you well, know what? So I asked this question about just the separation of work and just regular relationship because I was talking to Bradshaw about this the other day because we talk mm. like oh, a yeah, thousand times a day. Issue, yeah. But, well, we talk a thousand times a day and it's like always work related. And I'm like, I miss our friendship. When can we like not do work things? Mm, when yeah. Can we- yeah. When can so we like, you know, go to a museum or go out to dinner? Like it becomes so. And the thing is, too, is that Gianna and I aren't just doing the podcast. We're doing a 200 yeah. hour training. We're doing retreats. I mean, like we're doing all of it together. Oh so God. it's kind of hard to kind of separate that when there's always the you have to like you're saying, I think, gee, what we need to do is commit to time. Yeah, I, think no, I, have a, like... I have a child. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll help. It really will, Bradshaw. Really help. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, wait, wait. We gotta, we, we gotta, wait, wait, wait. We gotta tell her the story about the retreat and when you came down in that white, that white oh, suit. Yeah. Can we please oh, tell yeah. that story? Yeah, tell her. <laughs> oh my God. We're in. <laughs> The story is so good. We're in Nicaragua. We're like having dinner and it's Jenna on comes, a retreat. It's on a retreat. There's like 20 students. people there. And there's uh, Jenna comes down in this like really pretty white. Is it like a dress or a pantsuit or something? It's just like a white dress or something. Yeah. She looks really, really beautiful. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're finally getting married. And there was a guy, there was, <laughs> there was someone we on the retreat. This, he that, had a crush on me. Let's just say that he had a oh. crush on me, but, but also he's definitely, neurodivergent in some way and so so we so he looks and I was like oh Gianna we're getting married and he looks at me and he's like and he looks at Gianna he's like you're not getting married to Bradshaw you're way above his league (laughs) yeah yeah he he just had no filter and he did not care he did not care he'd be like you're, you're way too good looking for Bradshaw. You can do so much better. You can do, and he just like wouldn't. Yeah, stop. he wouldn't stop. And I was like, we're not getting married. That was obviously a joke. It, I mean, of it was all his, the things he could have said. That is. Yeah, so I was like, how rude. Oh but my yeah, that goodness. Was, so we always joke. About, but we always joke about getting married. 
He's yeah, so- but it's also the, oh, <laughs> the only really time sweet. that someone's liked me more than you. So <laughs> you got to give me that. There you go. There you go. But I, but I do think that like it is obviously Gianna and I are not in a romantic relationship. We're not married and we don't have a child. But there is that kind of like we I think that when we lead retreats or when we're around our students, there is kind of this funny um, platonic romance relation I, yeah. I don't know yeah it's it's kind of like I don't know some people say we're like siblings and then it could be like an old married couple you're like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. brother and sister or an old married couple like that's mm-hmm. what we get yeah, yeah so it's lot. it's I think that it's uh it's really funny and I think it is something that I think people do enjoy seeing us kind of in this business relationship especially if they've listened to the podcast and then they see us in person um I do think that it's a draw that kind of it, it's it's just funny well, it's I just funny. There's no, there's no banter like there is between people who know each other really well. That's and so true. Each other, so you guys have that. But I will say, I think I, I do recommend setting aside some time, maybe like once a quarter, once a month, to just like go get a cup of coffee and like promise yourselves you won't talk about work. Like talk about a podcast you listen to, talk about a book, talk about a show. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds kind of basic, but it, it is kind of it will refresh things. And the other thing that Jason and I did was, I think he's always had an assistant um, because I just tend to generally take the more executive, like the more administrative role. And it's also, you know, with his brain, like it, it's easier for me. And so I have this like hard and fast rule, like that I say to him sometimes on, I don't, I only have to say it once in a while, but just like, not your secretary. I'm not your secretary. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Secretary. So, so we have like, right now we have Chelsea works for us and she is like a godsend because she gets both of us. She's a friend. Um, and she just can work with him (laughs) quite frankly on those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. I think having someone like that is really important we're not that famous yet so i'll probably use jason as my i'm gonna use jason as my assistant okay no yeah. you use me the other day he messaged me he's like i need you to make so me true a, he's like i need you to make me a business card and i was like okay <laughs> when do you need it by and then as i'm making it i'm like why am i doing this <laughs> well it's actually and, and this is true and i've said this on the podcast a lot gianna is amazing at administration like she is just very very talented when it comes to creating content, when it comes to marketing, when it, like a level of professionalism that I need in my life, that I'm yeah. very, very okay. impressed of, very impressed by her um, right. because she's just so good at that, which I think is sometimes can be a detriment to me because I'm like, oh, she can just do it. Where right. I sometimes need to put more effort into that, um, you know, learning some more administrative, make administrate administrative aspects of my career. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, but I say the same thing. Literally, you can talk, but also, she's like, you I can do it. You, I was like, I was like, Bradshaw, go on Canva. It's free. They have <laughs> templates. You just input your information. I was like, I, trust me, you can literally do it. So I'm trying to teach them because I, it's like, yeah, <laughs> no, I want to see, see my child flourish. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea, literally, literally in tr- when we were at, cause I really became Gianna and I knew each other in Chicago, but then we went to Jason's training and that's how we became much closer during COVID right. and decided to start this whole business. And, um, I was so annoying during Jason's training to her. Like, so, cause I have such that's bad true. ADD and ADHD sitting on that fucking floor. I, I just would, be, I am like this. I, I mean, can't. This must be why I Jason loved you so much though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I know. Like, I, I, I love, and I loved, I loved it. I would just, you know, pace back and forth. I couldn't take notes. I just have really bad ADD. And I would turn to Gianna and be like, what did he say? I had to like translate everything. And I, I like take notes. Like I'm actually like somehow transcribing, like writing like 180 words a minute. And I'm like, and he's like, I'm just going to read your notes later. I'm like, you're never going to read these notes. Like, exactly. Exactly. And for like months after the training, you'd call me and be like, what did Jason tell us about the shoulder? I'm like, shut up. Just leave me alone. <laughs> oh my God. That is so amazing. You're his body double, Gianna. So uh. There's all these like technical things I've learned about ADHD since learning that it's in our family. And first of all, one of the accommodations in public schools, Bradshaw, you probably should have had at the time, but like they only started doing this in the last 10 years was you can get the teacher to like, you can, first of all, if it's severe enough, you, you, the kid is allowed to like take someone else's notes, <laughs> like oh, basically, 
or or um, or the teacher is supposed to give the child their notes because mm -hmm. it's so hard for people with ADHD to take notes. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then um, the other thing is body doubling, which is um, so true in our family. I've never heard of this. Oh my gosh. You know, Margo told me that I body double for you too. So Margo Lightburn, who was on our podcast, she's like, oh yeah, you're his body double, but she didn't explain it to me. Okay. So my understanding of body doubling, and she may have made, meant it a little bit different. I don't know, but um, is like, for example, a child with ADHD will have a really, really hard time at the end of the day doing homework because let's face it, they've worked doubly as hard as everyone else to focus and filter out all the distractions and everything all day long. Their, their nervous system is fried, like they're mm. just really fried. So for them to sit alone and to start a task that they do not want to do is nearly impossible. I mean, it's really, really challenging. And, but, and so when my child was really little and had homework in first grade, which is ridiculous, but I digress. Um, she would like throw things, you know, like throw her pencil, like just get so angry. And I would, I would do what every other parent does, which is like every other child has to do this, sit down, yeah. do it. I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna be in the other room. But then I learned about body doubling, which is that basically because we read each other's limbic systems, like all people do, if you sit next to a person with ADHD and just hang out with them while they're doing a non-preferred task, it will help them do the task. So interesting. If she's really struggling with homework, I'm like, do you want me to just sit here? And she'll be like, sure. And then she can do it. Or it's things like cleaning her room. Or so I see people on social media times like calling my best friend to body double, like, hey, want to go to Target with me? Hey, yeah. want to <laughs> watch me fold laundry? You know, things, tasks that you just put off, put off, put off. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and be helped by the presence of another person. Yeah. Which, yeah, you know, when that. you think about this in a more like global perspective, not to get too deep on this, but we it's kind of it's been good for me to be with a person who needs me because i was mm -hmm. taught to be so fiercely independent and like mm -hmm. kind of ambitious and all these things and to just for me to have to slow down and i'm not really allowed to do much while she's i have to kind of just be there i might be able to be on my phone or maybe read something but i can't be too distracted i have to mm -hmm. be there with her so that slowing down and being together has actually ultimately been good for our relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. No, that totally makes sense. I can really relate to that. And Gianna, I think I need you as a body double. Always need you to sleep next to me. <laughs> um, I need you to be with me all the time. No, I or actually do think me. that is that is true, though. I find that like when Gian, like if she gives me a task, like sometimes I'll call her even like a real if I'm yeah, I, I can, if I, I, I'll talk example. about the task with her. Yeah. And then I, then I'll do the task, but yeah. I need, I need someone. She's like, but you know what you're talking about? I'm like, I just have to talk about it with you. Right. But, but then um, I do it's it. Good for, it's good for me to understand. Cause if I don't understand, then I get like mean to you. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm like, why do I have to do this for you? And I'm right. like, well, I have to understand. I'm like, wait, cause sometimes in my own administrative brain, I was like, it's taking me longer to explain to him what I want him to post than for me to like, just do. But the then thing. I post it and it does very well. And you're like, wow, you have a personality. Like no one ever that no one can match. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's good for me to know because then I'll I'll be less mean to you, basically. It yeah, is. <laughs> no, it is. It's it's because it's, it's not. Yeah, Jason will say to me sometimes, and now I understand because I think I used to be more mean to him, right? Because he's an adult. Mm -hmm. But now mm -hmm. he can say to me, "Can you please just sit next to me while I fill out this form?" Because he has the hardest yeah. time <laughs> filling out forms. And I'll say, "Sure." The other day, he was cracking up because he filled out a whole form. It was like something for her taxes or something, mm -hmm. and it said it was like the signature, and then it said title, and he wrote. <laughs> Untitled, he wrote Mr. Jason Crandall. <laughs> just because he didn't read the. Yeah, 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 of course. Right. Yeah. He just wrote, so it said like Jason Crandall, Mr. Jason Crandall. This is Jason Crandall. <laughs> <laughs> so literally, your entire life is just sitting while people are filling, doing tasks. <laughs> your daughter and your husband. And <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of my life. But it has, it's not been bad for me. I have to say, on balance, I am a pretty high strung person and it's made me um, more patient and connected to my mm -hmm. family. Mm -hmm. I love so, that. Is yeah. Jason or the main organizer of all of his 
trainings or do you help yeah. with that? Okay. No, he's really, so he's very able to hyper-focus on all of the yoga work. So he's yeah. crazy prolific with all of that. I mean, I think certain little tasks, like he might be late getting a video done and that might drive Chelsea mm -hmm. crazy, but that's, Chelsea has to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So little things, but mostly with, and all of his social media, he does like, I mean, he's so much better at it than I am at this point. Um, he just can hyper-focus on that. So he's fine. Yeah. yeah. It's actually leads me into a question that I was talking, uh, talking about with Gianna prior to you coming on, which is like, we have been really working on uh, word of mouth always, but like there is something to say about social media and using social media to bring people to the podcast, to our trainings, to our retreats. And I sometimes feel like, and maybe it's because I have this weird, like my, my social media Bradshaw wish is like my personal and also kind of my business. And then yeah. I have the, we have the Kaya account, we have the podcast account. And sometimes I feel like, oh God, I have to make another reel today. Am I going to be annoying? Or are people going to be like, oh my God, here he goes with another yoga video. But then I've, I feel like I've learned and Gianna's taught me like it is really important no matter what the content is to be, you want the quality to be, of you want the content to be of quality, but it is important to be consistent. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it, it is. It's hard. So you guys have each have a personal account, your Kaya Yoga School, and then your podcast. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, and we have our, our school. Yeah. So there's yes. four accounts between us. Right. And I think the podcast account is really just to like play clips and promote podcasts. I don't really, I don't think we have like these big dreams or goals for that one, but really our school account, which we connect them to each other. You we know, collaborate. We want, so we post them right. on both. Yeah. Yeah, we want the school account to grow so that we can bring people into the trainings and retreats, which is essentially what is financially, you know, profitable yeah. Yeah. because the podcast is kind of a labor of love right now. Mm -hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, we should. Okay, so I feel like I could have so many ideas for you if I had some time to, because you really can funnel people in through your podcast also to your school account mm. and page and um it is such a good it's been such a good way for people to get to know jason better that like mm. again we can anticipate when i first started the podcast but yeah. i would say i think most new people who don't find him through glow find him through the podcast and mm. then they listen to the podcast they feel like they get to know him a little bit they get to mm -hmm. know his teaching a little bit and then they get more curious and then they go to his Instagram and yeah. learn mm -hmm. about all his trainings. So there's like, yeah, thinking of, mm, it's good that you guys have the different accounts and that they're all collaborating. That's really smart. Um, and um, I think, yeah, you're, you, it makes sense for the podcast to keep it really simple right now so that you're you're finding people who are interested in like yoga podcasting yeah generally mm -hmm. as long as you're feeding them into like your deeper content that way mm -hmm. and also keep doing that at the top and bottom of your show feeding them into like what you're up to yeah. right now oh yeah we've been we've been doing yeah. a lot of that i have to say you know we i was out a couple nights ago and uh gianna texted me we made a sale for one of our yoga retreats from someone who found us on the podcast now this is the yeah. first time this has happened that's great. Yeah. And I was like, we, I, you know, because like I said, we're not making money off of this right now. This is, you know, we're, this is a labor yeah. of love. Gianna is really doing all of the editing. You know, it's, it's a big part of her daily tasks and work. Um, but to see like a sale come through and to be like, oh my gosh, like we are reaching people and it's not all about money, but we are trying to make a living. Sure. No, and absolutely. so, you know, to have something like that come in, it was very, very validating. And I got like, even though it was, it was only one spot, but I'm like, oh my God, this person's never met us. Yeah. 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 You yeah. know, it's like, it's, it was really exciting. It is um, exciting. To That's figure great. out how to use these different forms to, cause not like the, the you, I also have to remember not everyone uses Instagram. Right. Some people just listen to podcasts. Some people right. don't listen yeah. to podcasts only on Instagram. Like, putting yourself in as many, you know, platforms as possible mediums, I think, I think is really beneficial. And it's interesting to see who contacts you and, you know, who messages you. It's, it's cool. 
Right. Or even just to know that it's resonating. I'm like, cause I, I don't, this is another thing on the back end. I'm like, it's really hard to read the stats and I don't know if you feel the same way, but it's like, I will see a certain number from Apple and then a different number from podcast, pod, um, yeah. Spotify and all the other platforms that, you know, the main servers numbers different. So I'm like, I don't so really know. I don't know like what the real number is. Then it's like streams versus downloads versus I don't even know the plays. Cause that's on the Spotify. So it's really hard to know. And so getting the actual, like the reviews, the messages, the feedback, like that means so much. And I'm totally. sure you, yeah. you feel that. Yeah. I remember being shocked when I would go to Jason's trainings and people would say like, oh, I feel like I know you. I was like, oh, oh, really? I'm just this mom <laughs> sitting in my house doing my best, you know? So, I mean, one thing to remember guys is it's just, it's a very intimate medium. So like, mm. there's just something about the voice, mm -hmm. your voice being in their ears, right? Yeah. They're probably listening while they're driving or while they're taking a walk or while they're cleaning their house or making dinner. It's just this really nice, way to reach people. I'm so, I'm so glad you're doing it. Like I said at the beginning, I'm so glad you're still doing it because so many people stop in the, I've noticed people mm -hmm. start and stop in the yoga community before you get any traction. It's been, mm -hmm. it really, out of all the things that I've done and I've been teaching for almost a decade now, I really do find you're that over a decade. Yeah, whatever. I don't even know where I am, but um, <laughs> literally, I have no concept of time, and I'm I think like, it's because of trauma. You're like 12 we or talk about years. this. My like my sister and I are like, I'm like, when did that happen? She's like, I don't fucking know. I'm like, me neither. Yeah. Same. Um, but you know, in terms of this medium, I think that it it also like you're saying, you know, you have the ability to really be intimate and in people's ears, and it gives a. Uh, a broader scope of who I am outside of mm -hmm. teaching an hour class. And I think that was something we try to do on our podcast, which has been really uh, um, fulfilling, which is like people, yes, we're funny and yes, we have a good time, but we also have insecurities. We have um, issues. We, yeah. you know, we have <laughs> mental health stuff that like, you know, all of these things, yeah. it's, it's, it's fun. It, I really enjoyed people seeing me on a more vulnerable level. That's not just like, I'm funny. Look at my reels, right? You know, yeah. which right. is, um, been a, that's always been a struggle for me in my life. And in my, you know, cause everyone I feel like has viewed me as like, you're funny, um, yeah. which draws a lot of people in. I don't think that's bad, but I sometimes feel lacking where I'm like, I'm a lot more than just funny. Right. Well, and that's so that you recognize that and that you're willing to show that on the podcast too. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for Jason, someone who's maybe a little more reserved, you can see a sense of his humor a little bit more and you, you as well. Yeah. And yeah. I think that la that's really helpful for students getting to know you um, in that platform. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just kind of got off on a tangent, but I, I really like the podcast format. I think it's huge for getting to know you and especially like your partnership also and kind of the, so, you know, I mean, we all know that we can't be the teacher, like we're not for everyone. Right. Mm -hmm. But sometimes mm -hmm. like, I feel like I have, a, I attract a certain group of people and then Jason attracts a certain group of people. And then the two of us together, there's even more crossover. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So like the two of you together are, are more like a stronger bond than both of you separately. It's mm -hmm. just a nice, especially if it's a nice pairing that complements each other really well, which it seems like you guys do. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I, thank I you. think, thank you. And also I think that's one of the str strong parts of yoga land in, in the candidness, which I think you manage time really well on the podcast where like, you'll give us a glimpse almost behind the curtain of like your dynamic and partnership but then you always get back on subject and it's like okay but yeah we have the opposite issue I'm like <laughs> we, yesterday we in therapy at 2 44 <laughs> I, I was talking it. about my obsession from when I was 16 years old <laughs> I love Jenna's it like, I love we need it. to get back on <laughs> no but I think you guys do it really well and I think it's really nice for you know people who are choosing then to fly across the country for this like training or mm -hmm. retreat to like know who that person is that they're right. going to spend their time with. So, and you guys mm -hmm. have done that so well. Right. I, I think we aspire to be a little bit more, I don't know how professional we're going to try to aspire to, but like, we're no, trying I think to it's find a, that dynamic. 
For sure. And I think that's every, everyone's different. Like you're saying, everyone has their own own vibe and own right. goals. Uh, but I, yeah. one thing I also really like is like something I think I've learned and been inspired by Jason and other teachers or people kind of in the yoga sphere is to think more globally and like have a bigger reach. Yeah. And that's something that I've really uh, been thinking more about is because I think I, we've gotten so Chicago, I have for so many years been so Chicago focused but like using these other mediums to meet people in the yoga sphere um, in the country and around the world is super, super inspiring. And there's lots of possibilities. You just have to make it a reality. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I always think about like I've learned a lot about um, neurodivergence through just the Internet, <laughs> through like following pe people's accounts and, you know, obviously well resource well well sourced writing and things like that um and i i always say to myself you know these are the good parts of the internet right mm -hmm. finding our mm -hmm. people connecting us to people all around the world where we feel less alone and less lonely about some of the aspects of life that are so so challenging that we all go through in our own ways that's what's so beautiful about it there's so many parts about it that are quite frankly terrifying and like mm -hmm. really not good but if you can you know if you can try to harness it for good and and use it in a positive way that's that's mm -hmm. the goal i think absolutely yeah. yeah had have you and jason or maybe maybe this goes back to when you were talking about the original intention of the podcast and when he started coming on more once you realized like okay this is going to be a regular thing did do you have some form of like boundary discussion of like what, what kind like how much ad living you can, you go on or like no. what you would choose to edit in or out or. <laughs> no, I really, okay. um, I guess Jason is so good with boundaries. Yeah. yeah. That's um, good. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we have recorded Andrea. We, I think, especially at the beginning, we would record like our episodes, and we're like, "That's trash." Uh -huh. Like we, <laughs> we just like throw we, it out. we or like we literally like, well, that was a waste of an hour, but we learned we're not going to be doing that topic because sometimes we'll go with yeah. the intention. We'll be like, "Oh, we're going to have all this content," and then ten minutes in, we're like, "I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about." Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, he's so. I mean, this is just like an area where I tried to tell his mom recently because. I always think it's so funny. We go home to Ohio and his parents just, they don't listen to anything we do. They don't watch anything. They don't, <laughs> if, if, you know, it's like. So oh, Midwestern. It's so, so Midwestern. Midwestern. Like, oh, so-and-so's cousin went to a yoga class and they said that they had heard of you. Isn't that weird? You're <laughs> 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 like, like, oh like, no, it's not <laughs> weird, actually. I bet I bet Jason likes that, though. I bet like Jason wants to be with his family and it not be related to his. Career. Oh, yeah. He's fine with it. He doesn't even think about he doesn't even think about it. I think about it. So I think recently I said to Cindy, I was like, you know, that in this area, he's like, a genius and i'm his wife like i have wives have like a list of things that they are not genius at believe me i'm not like i don't worship him but in this little niche area he's kind of like a genius and she's just like Oh yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. They're I like, think do you want some tater tots? He's like, but his heels when he was a little baby, they were so tiny, we couldn't find any shoes for him. <laughs> no, I, 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 when Jason came to Chicago and um, I helped him with a tra training at a, a yoga studio here. There, I um, the sense that I got from him was he really loves the Midwest, and that is something I feel like I really related to him on. Like, there is something about mid Midwest people and Midwestern mentality that is really just simple. Totally, I really like that's not like San Francisco, and I feel like when he was here, there, like I could sense that that he really ha he has a a soft spot for the Midwest. Huge, he feels very at home with the salt of the earth, down to earth, like Simple. sensibility of yeah. Midwesterners. Yeah, mm -hmm. which I I do too, quite honestly. Um, where, where are you from originally? I'm from Eastern Pennsylvania. Oh, okay. I'm okay. from Allentown, Pennsylvania. No, I went okay. to Temple University, so I have tons of friends that grew up in Allentown. You do, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Most Allentown. 
Yeah, most people kind of know Allentown from like the horrible Billy Joel song in the 80s, like about yeah. all the factories closing down and um, <laughs> not a glamorous place to grow up, right? But I do think it, I don't know, kept me pretty grounded through mm -hmm. all of the other things I did in life. So yeah, it's a very kind of, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but like kind of blue collar East Coast yeah. city. Yeah. It area. was always, I went to school in Pittsburgh, so I I would, there was no, and I was from New York city. So there was no flights, direct flights, Pittsburgh to New York city at the time. So I would have to, for some reason, like take a flight that either like transported Washington, Dulles or just drive. So anytime I got to Allentown, I was like, okay, I'm basically home. Like that was right. my sign. That <laughs> yes. was my sign after a long journey of like, okay, I'm almost home. Like, oh my gosh, that's a far drive. Jonah. Yeah. Pittsburgh to Allentown. Like I mean, nine. Yeah. It was a lot Ooh. like eight or nine hours or something. Yeah. People you can really drive though. G you can drive. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. we gotta we gotta tell her the story about the driving in Sedona. Uh, he doesn't know how to drive. Not Sedona, no. Sonoma. Sonoma. Okay, okay. Sonoma. Here, no, I, without her. No, I do know I, how to drive. Wait, no, listen, listen, wait, listen, can listen, I, Andrea, wait, I do not tell judge one me. Thing. Do not judge Andrea, me for being unique. my joke. My joke is that a little bit more. I'm going to be a ventriloquist with Bradshaw on my lap. A little bit more. I'm going to teach his classes. He's like my freaking ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> I was like, just a little bit more. I ride my I ride my bike everywhere all year round. I have for many years in Chicago. I do not have a car. It saves me a ton of money. Um, and I don't drive. And so we let a retreat. And I have a license now. I want everyone to know that I have a license. It's not like I can't drive. I just don't. And we had to go to California. We led a retreat and we had to, we were driving to the Redwoods and there wasn't enough room in the car. So we had to take one of the extra car. And then Jenna's like, we can't have someone that's take, coming to our retreat drive. So you have to drive. Let me just tell you, Andrea, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. <laughs> I was terrified. Oh and so God. this girl. Got we, into the car. Had we, student, you had one student in the car with you or how one, one student, just one. one student. And I said to her, I was like, I don't want you to, I don't want you to be nervous. <laughs> I just want you to know that I don't drive that often. And you've been to the Redwoods. You, you know, it's it was windy well, we were ass in roads. Marin. He's not I used to the driving drive. in Marin. Yeah. Oh my I god! I, we drive. were. I was. I from, was like from Sonoma to Marin. So I was, was like, like, if yeah. I don't die doing this, this is my calling. I mean, literally, I was terrified. <laughs> I mean, I that is yeah. like so. I actually do drive and I'm a decent driver, but the wind, that windy road is terrifying. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad you survived. And I'm, glad I'm just getting out of all my fears. I don't know if you know, that's what yoga is about is getting over your fears, stepping oh, into totally. the uncomfortable you places. Get, you can get over all of them and all, <laughs> as well. all, all it takes is a vinyasa and you'll be totally fine. Totally. It's very, it's all very healing. Yes. <laughs> so I want to ask one last podcast question before maybe we play some games, if that's okay. Okay. My, okay. my question is, about when you first started podcasting, if there was one thing that you wish you knew in the beginning that you learned along the way is, can you share that with us? Is there something that just like changed the way you approached it? Well, I think honestly, in the beginning, if I had decided to, I, I think I would tell myself to put aside the question list. I used to make like mm -hmm. a list of questions and then I would have sub questions, like mm. a question. And then if they answered this, I would have like sub question A, sub question B. So <laughs> wow. it was, I was crazy. And so, and, and mostly, I mean, people don't really probably think this about me anymore, but a lot of it was because, um, it sounds strange to say, but I'm, I'm actually a pretty shy person. Um, I, I, you know, I'm 51 years old. So at this point in my life, I've, I've learned to navigate most situations. So I don't think it's really obvious, but I would say definitely like when I would go to trainings and people would come up to me and say like, oh my God, I love your podcast. I feel like I know you. I, you know, there's just a certain amount of social awkwardness in me, a certain amount of shyness, a certain amount of like neurodivergence within myself. So I would over-prepare because I would mm. be so scared of a pause or I would be so scared of um, not knowing how to keep the conversation going or um, yeah, just being talking to some person who I really looked up to and admired and feeling like an idiot, 
that mm. was mm -hmm. the beginning, <laughs> the first probably like four years. Um, and I think it just like Malcolm Gladwell says, I think he says, what is it? 10,000 hours leads to mastery. Like the more mm -hmm. you do something, just the more you feel like it's going to be okay. And, and so now I, I know that if there's a space or there's, I mean, I have menopause brain now. So there are many times now where I will say in an interview, I just forgot what I was going to say. And sometimes I edit it out and sometimes I don't because it's okay mm -hmm. now. Um, to yeah. just, it's also relatable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, I'm not as stressed about that. So I would say the thing I've learned is to worry less about the exact structure and all the questions and to focus more on like connecting with the person and drawing them out. Mm -hmm. You know, I just always want to draw the person out. I always want the focus to be on um, what they have to share and helping them share it in the most articulate way possible, mm. which is kind of the trick I, I try to I'm, like, that's the skill I work on now is like, how can I keep going deeper so that I'm helping them just be as clear as possible? Some people are really good at that as an, you know, as an interview, like some people I'll book, like I just interviewed Jeevana Heyman. He's going to be on next week. I knew he's so, he has so much clarity around what he is doing in this world, what his purpose is, um, who he, you know, what his message is. I adore him by the way. Like he's so, I adore him. Mm -hmm. You guys might want to have him on because he will be surprisingly funny and it would be nice mm -hmm. for you guys to um draw that out of him i think i can introduce okay. you gianna write that down please thank you if no, you're I already, i'm already a big big fan and follower i think i have some intimidation approaching people who are very well known and just right. being like unless there's a connection you know like i know that bradshaw was on yoga land and i didn't know if you knew me but anyway i'm like oh god i don't want to if this is a complete stranger, I still have that hesitation. Oh, I, but I, I, I would do it differently. I'm just like, whatever. I mean, I told Jason I've done a lot for him and he <laughs> should be on too. And he hasn't messaged me back, Jason. He is so <laughs> bad. Cause I asked him if he's, if they've had you on his show and he was like, no, he probably like, didn't even notice. He just, this no, is he's, he, <laughs> Oh, I'll, I'll, I know, I know him. And the thing is, is that I have his number. I actually do have his number and I'm going to text him and say, what the fuck are you doing? You should. You should. I'll convey the message. I'll relay the message. That's what I'm good at. No, but um, no, I do think that the, like there is nothing to lose. If someone says, "Hey, I don't have time," they don't have time. Who cares? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely pitch people for sure, Gianna. You can do it. You should do it. Okay. But yeah, some people you know going into the interview, they're gonna have that clarity. I knew that with Jivna, and so I was able to really like um be relaxed and then some people are you th you know that they're less experienced at doing an interview and 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 conveying their message so you have to really help them along the way so that's kind of what i try to do now versus what i used to do before okay yeah, yeah. i think there's a lot in there that we i'm writing down <laughs> thank you give the notes to bradshaw later yeah yeah <laughs> okay so are you open to playing a little rapid fire quick I am Whatever totally open. To I will say I might be like the least funny person in the world at this. We'll That's just, okay. No, it's not, no we, we just want to get to know there. you better. Okay. And you could say, skip it if it's like nothing's coming to mind. Okay. okay. So here we go. Morning or night person? Night. Total night owl. Like would stay up till 2 a.m. working if I could sleep in anymore, oh. but I can't because I have a kid. <laughs> What's your astrology sign? Taurus. Okay. Taurus so Cancer Rising. Do you know your moon? I want to oh. say Gemini Moon. Wait, that's us. Moons. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. And Party. also the, the Taurus Virgo, I hear oh, yeah. connection. There, I know so many couples that are Virgo Taurus. Yeah. And my sister is a Virgo. Like, I have so many Virgos in my life. Love the Virgos. My sister's a Taurus mm -hmm. and I have, I love Tauruses. And what Tor are you? Tauri. I'm an Aquarius. I'm an, I'm an Aquarius. My birthday's on Valentine's Day, so it's coming up. But he's a oh. he's a Virgo Virgo rising. I'm okay. a I'm an Aquarius Virgo Gemini, which is terrifying. <laughs> Throw okay. a Scorpio in there, and yeah. I don't know what we got going. Yeah, <laughs> then everyone runs away. Okay, so back backbends or inversions? Um, inversions. Ooh. I'm terrible at back. Do you not know? I mean, I'm like I, I didn't know that. I. 
I thought oh. you would have chose back then. I have this, there's some part of my back. Jason still jokes about it. We had, a, we did a podcast a, quite a few years ago where I said, you know, I still can't do Viparita Dandasana, like a backbend where your forearms mm-hmm. are on the ground. And he was like, yeah, you can. I'm like, no, I still can't do that pose. It's so frustrating. <laughs> I've tried for 20 years. He's like, I'll get you into that pose. We laughed so hard after the podcast, he tried to get me in it. He was so, he got like our, our home fire extinguisher and was like joking. He was going to like pry me into it. He's like, you are never doing that pose. That's never happened. Oh, yeah. It's that. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, favorite musician? Oh gosh, this is so like basic for now, but Taylor Swift, I have a kid. Okay. We, that's, we okay. that's okay. We won't touch you. She's having a moment. Right yeah. Did you go to the concert? <laughs> no, we, it's a little too sensory overload for her yeah, for yeah. my kid right now. Okay. Yeah, that's totally but we might at some point. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Uh, sweet or salty? I think sweet and then salty. Like you gotta have salty after sweet. Right? I like salty and sweet mm-hmm. together too. Oh God, I love sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like salted caramel would be like, Ugh, or like salted pre- um, chocolate covered yeah, pretzels. Those yes. are the best. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> now I want that. Okay. Who's neater? You or Jason? Jason is, okay. I could be like a whirlwind. Like if they go away, they went to Ohio a couple summers ago and I got a week to myself in the house and it was like a sty. I just like, <laughs> let it, it all go. And it felt wonderful. Mm. I love that. <laughs> What's your uh, bucket list travel destination? Um, I would say like Africa, an African safari, maybe. Oh yeah. Um, I also have never been to um, like Singapore, Thailand. Jason loves Singapore and we have had several students from Singapore. They're so nice. They're like the kindest people. We've, we used to spend a lot of time in Japan before Sophia was born um, and we loved it so much. So we I want to go to Japan there. so bad. It's yeah, so bad. You got to yeah. go. It's, I can't even like you. I wish to if, take- like if Jason did another kind of like training, I would totally go there. It's like one of those things. It's like, right. um, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Keep going. This is not about me. This is about you. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a hidden talent? Um, I could sing. I sang in college. Oh, okay. I, I was like a musical, musical theater geek as a kid. Um, so you had no gay friends growing up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. So I did musical theater all through high school. And then in college, I was the pitch of our acapella group. You know, those okay. dorky, dorky acapella groups in college. Yeah. That's I do cool. want to say one. Th- have you seen, do you, do you know Sufjan Stevens? Uh, the, name the singer, so they, he, they did a, they did this, they're doing a musical right now. It's called Illinois based on his album, Illinois, that I just saw. And if you get the chance to see it, it was amazing. So oh, put that yeah. on your list. It's called Illinois. Awesome. Okay. So you might need to like know the music, but anyway. Well then just look yeah. the album okay. up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Diana, don't test me. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite style of yoga? Um, oh gosh. So right now I would say sloth style. <laughs> like I'm just like, <laughs> it's slow, slower than restorative. <laughs> I am in my sloth era. Like I just want to okay. roll around and make my body feel good. Really, truly. Yeah. I do go to vinyasa classes still to keep myself from not being a complete potato. But um, mm-hmm. but at home, it's literally just like rolling, <laughs> laying, the occasional inversion. It's really quite, maybe it's not sloth style. Maybe it's like eclectic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm, I love it's that word. It's your own brand. It's your yeah. own brand. <laughs> eclectic <laughs> sounds like what it means, doesn't it? What's that called? Yeah. Alliteration? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not alliteration. That's okay. You can call um, <laughs> Okay. Do you speak a second language? I don't. I, yeah. My daughter went to an Italian bilingual school from the age of like two to about eight. And I did that because I'm Italian and I don't speak Italian. And I thought we would all learn Italian. And she, is probably the only student who have ever gone that, through that school that never learned Italian in these seven years. <laughs> wow. Languages are not our strong suit. Yeah. It's totally fine. I, I have the same experience. I wish Italian in my household was the secret language of the adults that they uh-huh. didn't teach the kids so that they could have their own private talk. Right. It's so messed yeah. up. Don't yeah. you want your kids to it's, know a second language? It's so, that is so your family, G. That is so your yeah, family. They, 
Yeah. They're like, I'm not going to teach you this. I don't want you to know what we're talking about. They wanted to talk about the kids. hundred percent. hundred percent. It was the same. I wonder if it's an Italian thing too, because it's the same exact thing in my family. All the aunts and uncles like would. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know where in Italy they're from? So my grandmother was from Bari. So from, which is like um, Puglia. I've been there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you have? Okay. And then um, my grandfather was from also um, that area as well. But the name of it is like, it's spelled funny, but the way they pronounced it was Bejalia, but it's spelled really differently from that. And then my father's side is more Northern. Um, um, although if you do ancestry, there's, so my last name, like if your name ends in, have you heard like I from the North, O from the South? Oh, I didn't even know that, but that makes yeah. sense. Cause I'm, it, I'm O from the South. <laughs> yeah. It's a general, it's a generality, but like yeah. it's, and so my last, so my dad's side, it was always like the pride, like they're from the north. But when I look at my ancestry, I mean, it's getting smaller and smaller and smaller over time. The the amount of us that's from the north is mostly like Naples, um, Puglia area. Yeah. How about you? Oh, nice. My family split. Like my dad's side, Sicilian, and um, from Calabria. Uh-huh. So my last my last name's Sicilian, <laughs> and then uh-huh. <laughs> uh, my mom's side is from Naples. That's where my grandfather's so I'm, from, I guess G. I'm 50% Calabrese and then like 25 from Sicily. I'm 25% Calabrese. Are you? I, yeah, my grandfather's full Italian. Oh, wow. My grandmother's last name was, uh, my, my grandmother's, my mom's last name, maiden name was Jancarelli. Oh, wow. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. That's where gonna, I got this beautiful head of hair from, my grandfather. Yeah. We're going to um, plan a retreat in Italy and we'll get in touch mm-hmm. with our The ancestors. Amafi Coast. Oh, I would love to come. You can kind of believe me. It's going to be better than Jason's because ours is (laughs) wild. (laughs) Well, I have like a million more of these, but we're, we're pressed for time. So I just wanted to thank you for being here. I don't even know if we have time for our funny stories. That's fine. We'll record some later. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, Andrea, thank you so much. We loved having you on and we hope you enjoyed yourself and we just really appreciate you being here. Honestly. Love you guys so, so much. It was so much fun. It's the most fun I've ever had on a podcast. I really appreciate you having me. Of course. <laughs> thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Have a good 10, job at we'll pickup. Do it again. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh yes, please. Thanks, Andrea. Thanks guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.